team. Not assassins. Now. What are we gotta do? In a part of the world where there are no rules. We pick up their trailer, the chopper, run them down, grab those hostages before anybody knows we were there. What do you mean we? Deep in the jungle, where nothing that lives is safe. You lose it here. You're in a world of hurt. Showtime, Jeff. Knock, knock. An elite rescue squad. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> is being led by the ultimate warrior. You need the best. That's why you're here. But now... I've got Billy's first book. There's something out there waiting for us. And that ain't no man. They're up against the ultimate enemy. Oh, my God. Nothing like it has ever been on Earth before. She says the jungle just came alive and took him. We cannot see it. No blood, no bodies. We hit nothing. But it sees the heat of our bodies and the heat of our fear. Whatever it is out there, killed Hopper. And now it wants us. It kills for pleasure. Ah! You will skin alive! It hunts for sport. It's killing us one at a time. We're all going to die. But this time, it's picked the wrong man to hunt. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Century Fox presents Arnold Schwarzenegger. Predator. The hunt begins Friday, June 12th at theaters everywhere. Rob Lee here, Don Griffin here, the lovely and talented Don Griffin here, and uh, Rugged Rob Lee, the ravaging Rob Lee. You'll get that reference. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so we're we're doing Predator, and um, I want to start off with um, a little synopsis. And you know, as they say in those uh, conference calls, which we all love so much. Keep me honest here, Dom. Keep me honest here. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm going out, of, if I'm cutting class, or you know, going to gonna getting out of pocket here with the synopsis. So. Synopsis, Predator, 1987. Uh, Dutch, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, a soldier of fortune is hired by US, uh, the U.S. government to secretly rescue a group of politicians trapped in Guatemala. But when Dutch and his team, which includes weapons expert Blaine, played by Jesse Ventura, and CIA agent George, played by Carl Weathers, uh, land in Central America, something is gravely wrong. After finding a string of dead bodies, the crew discovers that they are being hunted by a brutal creature with superhuman strength and the ability to disappear into its surroundings predator that's mm. it that's the movie i i i don't like george i don't like george it's just it's dylan just just go with dylan let's not do george yeah yeah you gotta call him dylan it's weird to call him george i don't think they, I, I don't think they call him george more than once in the movie right i think like, that's original and then dylan <laughs> i have a i have You're a rap a song i have a rap song that came out a couple years ago called dylan and dutch <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fire actually I believe it. Um, so I think that's pretty fair, what have you, of, of the movie. And when you go into like the wikis, if you will, of it. So uh, so so Dutch was called Onyx as well, which I didn't I, know. I don't think anyone says that in the movie anywhere. <laughs> I think that's in like the weird literature, like somebody's writing like in the abridged. Maybe there's like, oh, maybe it's like a novelization or something. And like technically those things are canon. So yeah, um, that's feasible. It's a little mid though. It's like it's, it's right, a, yeah. It's an eighty-seven. It's really is a movie. It was probably shot in eighty-five. Uh, it was a movie that's almost forty years old, and it's just got sweaty dudes in it in the jungle. What do you want? Yeah, you don't need to. That's this is not. I mean, I understand that obviously, like this created a franchise. There's a lot of lore. Everything has to have lore these days. But like rewatching Predator, it's like there's. I don't need more than what we get in this movie. And like, I, you know what I mean? Like in every subsequent tie-in dark horse comic whatever i get there's lots of stuff but it's like guys you gotta rewatch this movie and kind of understand like it's the real meat and potatoes there's no like no veggies yeah on no. the plate and that's fine i'm absolutely. hungry absolutely <laughs> 
um so so let, let's let's kick the um the ratings out there because i always like to get into the numbers um so this had a uh, 7.8 on imdb.com and 80 percent on rotten tomatoes and a weird 46 percent on metacritic that is weird i wonder if it's just they pull different sources you know what i mean like yeah. especially because it's older stuff yeah yeah uh um, let's see the release date was june 12th 1987 so yeah we're, we're past the 35 year mark at this point and uh joe mctiernan is the director schwarzenegger called weathers box office 98.3 uh millie um yeah it's um it's it's crisp <laughs> two also two uh two governors in this movie so um thank you thank you, thank <laughs> we, have you. To, we have to count how many um you know little heads of state we had coming out of this one i feel like i feel like there's we, we may find a body count later in here because oh we got it yeah <laughs> there are other numbers but those are the ones we're going to start off with um so where do you want to go at next here do you want to go into like some of the trivia some observations because oh ultimately i think anybody that's listening to this has podcast seen has seen this hope, movie right? i would like, hope yeah and if, if there's ever been a time to pause the podcast app of your choice right now and then to go just watch predator like it's it's definitely now uh we will we're gonna we, mark we have been etched into digital whatever we're gonna be around so yes. you can pop back in once you've done that twice yeah. if you got it but um yeah absolutely let's dig into some of the trivia because this, this movie does have like i don't care about the predator alien lore but yeah. i care about the production lore because this is like a, this movie had like some curious things happening on set Yes, let's let's start off with the uh, the trivia then. Um, so the film had a variety of hardships for the actors, such as leeches, snakes, stifling heat, humidity, rough terrain, and all of that good stuff. Well, bad stuff. Uh, and the during and after after um, all 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 of the night scenes were filmed during a freezing cold temperatures, where which were especially hard on Arnold, uh, which uh, naked <laughs> pretty much, and um, he had to wear that mud during those scenes as well. So uh, it's just like wet and cold. It's like, I'm going to die. <laughs> so he tried drinking jaggery, schnapps, and just, just alcohol so he could stay warm. But ultimately, he just got drunk. Because <laughs> you know how production goes. It's like, we got to do that again. It's like, I got to take another shot. Fuck. <laughs> it's just alcoholism on the scene. I'm just thinking about that entire final act and just imagine it like he doesn't have dialogue at least so you can't tell kill me but he his, he does have oh that's right he is a little glassy eyed in that scene now that I'm thinking he's, about it he's freezing his fucking ass down, he's telling the people shooting he's like he's not do it shoot you know, it oh, what's actually funny is that that God do it now kill me do it it's like sort of the foundation for most people's lazy Arnold Schwarzenegger impression yes to know that it's birth from he had to be drunk on set on set for his own safety is oh kind of funny my like god that's funny if they had less exploitative uh uh conditions arnold yeah. might have delivered actual like a really yeah. stirring dramatic line reading there and we wouldn't have that that voice this is true i guess we still have get to the chopper that part that that's not a night scene that happened while he was probably sober his um you're, you're one ugly motherfucker he definitely was drunk because <laughs> he stumbled through it he stumbled through it, it it's not great um it's, it works though because that's that's the reaction i would have if something that was trying to hunt and kill me took its helmet off and looked like that it's like, i'd be this? like no you can just kill me now like you what's this crab to, talking to me i'm just that's you win bro <laughs> So the invisibility cloaking effect that was achieved, um, it was achieved with a, a bright red suit because it was the furthest thing from the uh, decor of the, the the jungle, the background, the color of the jungle and the blue sky um, the, and the size with the size of the predator. So it's like it kind of made sense with the actor being like over seven feet, the dude that played uh, the predator. Mm -hmm. um, and let's see the take was then repeated without the actors using a 30 percent wider lens on the camera to achieve this kind of like practical like effect. distortion kind of yeah. yeah what's what's funny about it too is like dude i haven't rewatched the original predator in, in some time mm -hmm. and uh i just forgot that the effect looked as like shitty as it does <laughs> like not shitty like it's bad i mean look it's 35 years ago what are you gonna do but yeah. i mean like in my memory that effect looks cooler you yes. know like and then watching it i was like oh fuck yeah, that, it, this actually would have been confusing if i saw it like the way they all like the way they all talk about it like if you if you do like this the, the predator effect now it's kind of cool yeah it's kind of badass uh but like for the purposes of this movie the predator is like this horrific slasher thing so it just looks unnatural and like the way they describe like the jungle killed them and stuff like that it's actually good that the effect is what it was yeah. like if they had the technology to make it like super crisp and stuff it would just be like, ooh, you know, and that's not the same, the same thing. 
you almost have that thing if you were there in that setting and it's kind of the thing when you have been able to like fix your eyes in a way that you're like oh i see that now like when um uh, uh when mac is talking to dylan he's like you see that thing right there right i was like dylan you're you're well mac you're drunk for one because <laughs> well, you've been you drinking like a bad that, uh, for a long you would you would kind of I really just thinking about that part, that stuff in the movie, like yeah. the, the the element of of the predator being this invisible thing, and like I was thinking, like man, I, I've seen the other predators move, other predator movies, and I've seen the, the predators like a part of popular cultural consciousness now. Watching the movie, I was like, man, I don't know what it was like to see this in '87, yeah, and like see the like thermal vision for the first time, to see like the the weird claw hands, and you know what I mean, like just yeah, yeah. the way they actually reveal the predator bit by bit i was like oh this is and then you know like the weird the word the word face stuff the ugly fucking face we'll, we'll talk about that uh so obviously there is a lot of baby oil and weightlifting in this movie at least around this movie so jesse ventura was delighted to find out from the wardrobe department that his arms were one inch bigger than all the schwarzeneggers uh he suggested that schwarzenegger he suggested to schwarzenegger that they uh measured their arms with the winning getting a bottle winner getting a bottle of champagne ventura lost because schwarzenegger already told the wardrobe department that to tell ventura that his arms were bigger it's so bitchly that is so fucked up I would do that though. It's like <laughs> I'm, it's shitty, but also it's like this matters to you, so I'm gonna <laughs> embrace this while smoking a cigar. <laughs> it is so fucked up, and it's kind of perfect. Uh, so you're, you'll love this. Get to the chopper is Schwarzenegger's favorite line, his personal favorite line of all the films he's been in. Oh yeah, I mean it's gotta be. It's <laughs> iconic. I mean he's yucking it up in this movie, by the way. Is so because most of the one-liners in it are his yeah he actually something i kind of forgot about this performance of schwarzenegger's mm -hmm. is that it's not it's not a good performance right or it's not like you know he's not like a as arnold got older he got a little bit better as a dramatic actor as most actors i think do obviously sure. just from experience um but he is so much more sincere in this role than i remember like mm -hmm. yeah he has a lot of really kooky cartoonish one-liners yeah but i remember thinking like on paper his character is like actually almost like a real character it's like you know what I mean? he's, like, he's like a good hero like he has yeah. like like morals everything about about him like if you can look past arnold and arnold <laughs> musculature yeah like if you had like a you know if you made if this movie was like made with character actors and, and stuff and like someone who did not have rippling pectorals sure, sure. you could picture like a, a, a good leading man who wasn't crazy jack ripped superhero style yeah. playing this part um and i kept thinking about that i was like okay if you do this today it would be like the rock or whatever right or maybe john cena if we're very lucky um but like you also could have that guy be the leader of this group and it's just like john Berthold or something you know what i mean like you could um someone who's not like a caricature because literally every character in this movie looks like a jim lee drawing i, I was watching it and i was like this literally looks like the cover of x-men number one every fucking person <laughs> in this movie has the cut jaw and the oh poses God. and shit like they look Stop. like jim lee drawings it was really fucking me up I felt like it was a fighting game load screen. I was yes. like, Jesse the body is Zangief. It, it's it's wild. And here's the funny thing, like this, and I don't know if you 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 take this because I would imagine you've seen all of the the Predator movies. They tried to ape this kind of motley crew sort of team of people with the Predator, and it failed miserably. And it kind of had these non-leading muscular guys. It was kind of like here's some character-ish actors, but they just like, didn't why is Thomas go Jane here? What the fuck is going on? You know, <laughs> why is Keegan like, Michael like, Key? It's like why is Adrian Brody here? You know what I mean? It's just like it's like I, I mean, obviously, it's a the the key. The, of the franchise you have to keep is like the predator and then he gets dropped someplace and people yeah. got to deal with him you could do that wherever and it's cool obviously like that's yeah. that's how the legs of it should be but part of me wonders if maybe they went the wrong direction this should have always been a meat movie like every few years mm -hmm. we're just going to assemble hunks of various origins and they have to deal with predator and then you can eventually get to one where it's just like a bunch of muscle mommies and then um like just, it, and that, that, that's the that, that's the constant like that's the constant for it's like no no everybody has to be jacked i'm sorry Hemsworth, if anybody predator. is natty on the set of of a predator movie we've we've fucked up where's the trend <laughs> yeah that's that's seriously get your trend predators coming out <laughs> holy fuck um <laughs> 
So Jesse Ventura played a prank on Schwarzenegger by pouring water all over himself while at the gym before Arnold arrived. Thinking that Ventura was drenched in sweat, Arnold believed that Ventura was working out longer than he did. <laughs> so he resolved to he resolved to begin his workout sooner. He and Ventura both started arriving earlier and earlier to one up each other. They both started to arrive at 4 a.m. Just 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 dicks. It's, it's, it's great, though, because this is literally their char- the characters in this movie behave this way. Yes, like, this is this is all just method, <laughs> you know, um, the predator's blood, um, you know, you got to do the do. It was a goopy substance that was made of KY jelly and Mountain Dew. It was mixed on set. Who the fuck picked those two things? That color. Because <laughs> here's the thing I'm saying, though, someone involved in the props department already knew what those two things did together to get that color and they were like that would be good for predator blood yeah and yeah. and what was the story there um, that's the behind the predator movie we really need like the <laughs> the props designer who was like who somehow got some ky in his mountain dew and was like hmm this is gonna come in handy so the predator costume this is this is interesting and kind of the things that the unsung folk, folks have to deal with so uh kevin peter uh, hall played uh I, I can't pronounce the name of the what the predator species is oh, i can't either the it's predators like, like just predators yachting, yachting. again we don't need lore <laughs> so so the costume the predator costume weighed over 200 pounds so you're wearing because you know i was six four I don't want to wear 200 pounds of anything. So add a foot to me, and that's this dude just linking around in a 200-pound suit, sweating his ass off. Like, remember when we did RoboCop and we were talking about Peter Weller losing all of that weight? What did he lose? Oh, yeah, true. Um, a lot. He was, he, was a, he was a big dude, but still, 7'2", he's only, he's only so big you're really going to get. And adding an extra 200 pounds, that's why that kind of last fight sequence, that hand-to-hand sequence was so mid I was like, this is what, what, what can he do? What can he conceivably do? Yeah. Which I mean is probably is also, I think, why he ended up in the Predator role and not the original person they had picked. Yeah, we'll 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 throw that out there a little bit because he's he's a, he's a little guy. Uh, so Dutch impales a bad guy into a wooden post with his machete. And he utters. What does he utter, Dom? <laughs> Come on, please. Does he say stick around? Is that, yes. is that the, yeah. He improvised so, that, by the way. There's so, most of them sound. Here's here's how I, the, all the one lines of this movie. How I pictured it was either these are all improvised, every last fucking one of them, and there's just going to be like a an outtake version, like a, like in a like in a Judd Apatow movie of yep. all the things that didn't work, that didn't land, or the two guys that wrote Predator were in a room riffing with like extreme prejudice, just like no, we're gonna chalk this full of the most masculine ridiculous superhero one-liners imaginable and i think it's more of the latter because the, the dudes that wrote it are brothers so yeah like did you, you know did they you would just talk like this around each other like it's like and, and, and it's funny because i think like it's definitely something about that of when you're you have siblings and you're like yeah wouldn't this be cool wouldn't we just do like aliens but in the jungle it's like yeah, yeah man it does feel like a movie that could only have been written by two brothers right yeah. Like and then, and then we're gonna get Arnold in it. Like <laughs> really a big muscle man in it. Um so John Claude Van Damme was originally cast as a predator, uh, because they wanted somebody that was more agile and ninja-like, but he is five nine and uh Schwarzenegger is at least six foot one and um Bill Duke is six four or six five. So you have just monsters of walking around and just a little five foot nine Belgian dude. Yeah, like, Jean Claude Van Damme is, is super badass and we all love him. Yes. And, and I, I just rewatched Hard Target a couple of days ago. Hell still yeah. A, still a fucking banger. But so much of what he does is just kick based, just kicks and splits and kicks Holy and fuck. stuff. And like, and the thing about the predator is that he has like laser guns and like yes. uh, arcane blades, like a Klingon and stuff. So like, mm-hmm. if you've already cast, like if you had started with Jean Claude Van Damme's going to play the predator, and you built the movie around that, um, then you would have cast like other lean martial art type guys i guess yeah but if you've already got all this meat there's just this you're, this is a butcher shop here okay <laughs> and then you're like let's get jean claude van damme it's like no you need you gotta get i want to i want to know who it was on set who finally was like if you don't get me some seven foot tall motherfucker who it's can probably carry costume. yeah I, you know, that actually makes sense like i'm not doing this because you because you know so like small. you probably noticed like in the because they give you a little bit of that Judd Apatow sort of thing in the um, when they roll the credits and they they have everyone and they do like something that was obviously cut. 
and it's like, hey, like everyone's smiling. And um, when they get to Arnold, it's just a still. <laughs> He's like, I'm not doing this shit. <laughs> it's, it's just a still of him and it fades on him. And I was like, all right, cool. That's um, fair. He's, he's so, got to protect his character, I guess, you know, he lost 25 pounds to do this movie, by the way. Um, he needed to be leaner. Um, Schwarzenegger he does look he does look pretty lean in this movie, actually. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, just dropping 25 and he got apparently he got super sick during this, too. Uh, let's see. The distinctive clicking and gurgling ill <laughs> that the uh, predator makes throughout the movie was uh, thought of by Peter Cullen. Shout out to Optimus yeah, Prime. Yeah, for, for Optimus Prime. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, what? <laughs> Um, it's gonna be a cool gig to come in for for a couple of days. Like, can you make some funny animal noises? And apparently, they they said that the predator was described as looking like um because they asked they they were like Cullen. So how do you think this should sound? And it's like like um, a dying horseshoe crab. That's what that's what his inspiration was. It's very I specific. I, I wonder what Cullen was on though. <laughs> I want to know. Like in a John. So. Roll this, out. The studio, nice. The studio's insurance company would not agree to ensure that um, that the production uh, would not agree agree to ensure the production unless there was a bodyguard hired for uh, Sonny Landham, who plays um, Billy Soul, for the sole purpose of protecting people around him and protecting people from him because he had a notoriously uh, short temper and he was very violent. That sort of makes sense. And he was also wild. I think he also a politician too later in life. That's what the fuck would they talk about on set that let all these people to want to be in power? Like, because uh, yeah. he he died a couple years ago, I think. Uh, I think when I I think I maybe it was the thirty fifth anniversary. No, maybe it was the thirtieth anniversary or something like that. And he had just passed, and I was like, oh, okay, I see what happened. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, <laughs> all they were never mentioned. It was never mentioned um, in the final film. The full names of the characters in the original script are. Can you name? Do you know what Dutch's first name was? No. So I'm just going to throw them out there. Uh, Major Alan Dutch Schaefer. So kind of European. You know, it's not uh, like John Smith. Yeah. Uh, Staff Sergeant George Dillon. Mid. Uh, Sergeant Mac Elliott. That is that is a dude name. Um, St- Sergeant uh, uh, Blaine Cooper. Blaine is a good name. Yeah. Uh, Sergeant Billy Soul. Then that, that's going to get a little racist. Uh, Corporal Pancho Ra- Pancho Ramirez. And lastly, oh, that was uh, a bit much. <laughs> uh, Corporal Rick Hawkins. Mid. Yeah. I mean, I, I I love the idea though that like uh, all these characters are just the one like single name, just mm-hmm. like the the kind of blunt like meat name. Because the names sort of have the, the, the like Dylan Dutch, they all have sort of that like, you know, in Pacific Rim, how all the characters have like ridiculous like Stacker Pentecost. Yeah, that's a great name. And you're like the fuck, bro? <laughs> like, excuse me, you know, like Stacker having, like, Pentecost. But then you see him and you're like, yeah, okay, you know. So it's like Dutch Dylan, you know. Hawk, yeah, Hawkins doesn't work. Poncho. I almost want like Stacker Pentecostal though. It's just him doing church shit. For real. Um, so this this does confirm it. Um, the original plot had uh, Dutch uh, Schaefer, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, pitted against the Predator in a solo mission. And Schwarzenegger's like, no, nope, that's terrible. Um, rewrite the script. And they rewrote it to bring in a team of crack commandos. Well, if you think about like the 82-minute version of Predator that would just be a, a mano a mano guy alone in the jungle fighting stuff, mm-hmm. that sounds like 127 hours, basically. It's like, yep. it's like a psychological thriller. Not really action-packed versus you need that first 25 minutes or whatever of the actual mission. Them actually murdering like 80 people in like four <laughs> minutes and then like more than the Predator actually kills, I, uh, I noticed. Yes. Um, I, I, I was just thinking about the, the bit where... Uh, Dutch is talking about essentially like you know oh well, like I'm not I'm not I'm not a paid assassin I don't do that we're only do rescue missions yeah. and then they're like we need to go save two people okay Stop. and then they murdered eighty of them <laughs> with fucking extreme prejudice and by the way one liners per death yeah so like he went from being like no I'm not I'm not I'm not like you I'm not a compromised CIA stooge to oh stick around like what if you just killed a guy that guy had a family you know what happened so, to you. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm like, why is he so fucking high and mighty about this shit? Yes. Like, bro, you guys, you guys really look like you're relishing this murder 
Um, <laughs> when when they have it later, when they like shoot whatever's in the woods, they're shooting for probably ten minutes. It is the funniest. <laughs> it's, it's crazy to me because it's like a really impactful dramatic moment for that character dying. Yes, and Bill Duke really plays like he really to me. I, I mean, I, I know that like I feel like this is a movie that the undertones of like people dealing with the imagery of like the jungle and Vietnam and stuff like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like Bill Duke is so good at the psychological uh, mm-hmm. insanity of. Um, I don't know why I bumped into that. Um, he he uh, he's, Bill Duke is so good at the psychological insanity of like a guy seeing an invisible creature murder his friend and losing his mind because of it. Yes, and it's very like uh, meaningful and like touching. But then almost immediately, uh, <laughs> they just turn into like murder, death, kill. Yeah, and it's 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 too funny for to to live like there's a part where i realized like they should be out of ammo like i don't know a lot yes. about guns but i know i know like unlimited ammo logic when i fucking see it you know but i'll, I'll say that it's, it's one part in it when you still see bill duke squeezing old painless and mind you when i first saw this movie i watched it with my dad who is a vet and a vietnam vet exactly and he was just like hell yeah and i was just like what um so I would, I, from a what? practical standpoint how would you even in any firefight do that you have more jungle to go what if you you just blew all your bullets just now and you just nothing? Blew, you blew your load to hit nothing um so real venomous snakes and scorpions invaded the uh set during filming which is funny because that that scene where uh bill do kind of like stabs the scorpion that's on uh uh call weather's shoulder it's like was that was that in it? Was that a thing? What are we doing? That's actually kind of wild. Uh, the Predator only has eight minutes of screen time in this movie, which I think in, in the same vein as, and I did a review with, of Spider-Man, the, the, two, the, the 2020, I mean, the, uh, the 2002 uh, joint, and it's not a lot of, um, uh, of Green Goblin in it. It's, you know, it's kind of that same way where don't overdo it because this is a dude in a rubber suit at the end of the day. Don't overdo it and make sure that when it's there, it's impactful, but they should also cast a long shadow. Stan Winston was, in, was um, Winston was inspired by uh, a painting of a Rastafarian warrior in um, the producer's office and was like, yep, that's going to be the concept for the Predator. He was inspired by Rastafarians to make the Predator. So wait, this man, wait, <laughs> that's literally written in there. He said, I started drawing dreadlocks and uh, designing an alien. No, started uh, drawing and designing the character, an alien character with quills that in a silhouette would look like dreadlocks. That's got to be racist. Drewski voice. That's <laughs> that's got to be. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> it's a little rough. How? I don't understand. Uh, I mean, look, I, I mean, it makes perfect sense, but it's also like knowing it for certain makes it feel differently if they uh yes like if that was just an unconscious thing where you just like you know what i saw dreadlocks for the first time and i was like scared like if that's a thing that you felt but you didn't you couldn't verbalize in your art yeah okay it happens i guess whatever uh white's gonna white but that is a lot um i will say that i there was a scene in it because there's a director's cut of this movie where the predator is making escovish fish mm, i'm gonna Probably just disconnect from this right now. I a trolley, the... a trolley a little bit. <laughs> uh, so the, I'm the, just weapon, gonna, that's... the weapon that um, Blaine is using is a minigun, right? Which is generally a part of a helicopter. So his his character is so manly <laughs> that he takes part of a helicopter, and that's his standard weapon, and carries it around the whole fucking jungle. It is a penis, by the way, because I, I asked I mean... that because he unsheathes it at one point. I was like less that's like he just whipped it out i was like this is a bit much sir i know i know i know dick when i see one um you know it's funny i was actually thinking that when i saw the gun and then when i saw like the way bill duke picks it up from his friend and like how deep their connection was and i was like i wasn't i'll admit on this rewatch i wasn't watching the movie super hard for the first 20 minutes i I didn't like i was like i was watching but i wasn't like i wasn't locked in you know i wasn't dialed in so I was like, did I miss parts of this movie that made explicit that these two were in particularly very close of the group? Because it felt kind of, I hate doing that thing when people watch movies and any kind of two male friends have to be gay as no, if two men can't be very close and, and have a, have a strong kinship. But I did think that some of Bill Duke's performance was uh. very extreme for, uh, 
having lost a platonic friend. I, yeah. um, and I'll, I'll, and say, I'll say, I think they serve together. I think that that's what happened. Yeah, and, well, they say that because he's literally, yeah. when he's like losing, he's talking about like them walking out of the village and they're going to unscathed yes. and all that stuff. But still, just like, Long know, maybe, maybe this just says something about me and that's okay. You know, that's, we, we all, we all bring our own perspectives to, to art. But last night when I was watching it, I was just like, he looks heartbroken and not in the. I mean, he he was. I mean, because you I saw see. how you saw how quickly uh, uh, Dutch got over it. He's like, yeah, so moving on. I was like, that's actually what I meant. It was because I was like, like, first of all, nobody gave a fuck when Hawkins died. Right. Like, and yeah, like, at all. He's a bitch. And like, uh, Poncho's gone. OK. You know what I mean? Like, Poncho got have... hit by a fucking tree, by the way, which like their own <laughs> their own thing. Like they did. That's friendly fire. That's remember, friendly fire. remember what fucking uh, uh, Billy Soul said uh, it's not good and he was like i can make it this <laughs> is like no you bro you are dying next i'm sorry that is <laughs> confirmed <laughs> like that's, i don't know what to tell you about the mechanics of, of movies like this but you are done your chest does Log not exist <laughs> yeah um so Shane Black spent his free time um, on set writing the screenplay for The Last Boy Scout, which came out in 1991. Uh, this was the this film had the second biggest opening weekend of 1987. It was behind Beverly Hills Cop 2. Um, let's see. Yeah, said, uh, uh, Jesse, this is Jesse DeBody's first movie. And he also said that the minigun was uh, like shooting a chainsaw, as it were. Um, so now this is very interesting. And I think it has some some connections to um, to Prey, uh, which recently came out. So initially, the uh, originally the film was um, uh, to feature a Native American soldier as the lead, and it eventually morphed into Billy Soul. So I was just like, oh. huh? Because when that that scene where Billy is holding his like protection pouch before he goes Anakwe or whatever and slashes his chest, I was like, huh? But then he got jobbed out. He got jobbed the fuck Off out. Off camera. Yes. It's like it's like when you're all raw, like you did your interest during the commercial break, and you're just already in the ring waiting for someone to come and hit you with a finisher very fast. I was like, this guy doesn't even die on camera, and he's the dude that was like the most attuned to like yes. the jungle and catching him and stuff. He was the baddest ass, actually. If if because they kept, they kept bringing him up, like man, no, Billy Soul's not afraid of nothing. I don't think actually, look, I, I don't think anything is better than like afraid <laughs> no man. And like I had, I made a I made a video about Prey when it came out, yeah. and I hadn't watched rewatched Predator at that point. So I was scrubbing Predator for B roll footage, and um, I, I had scrubbed to that point. I'd forgotten this that particular scene and moment when he says, "You're afraid of no man." And in my head, I hadn't remembered the line, but I just knew the line had to be like, "I don't think that it's not a man out there." Like that whole bit, I was like, "This is my favorite kind of writing," yes. because like serious uh, people don't take it seriously like they think like oh anyone could write a dumb jock meat movie but like no there is a poetry to you weren't afraid of no man there's something out there hunting us and it ain't no man that is like what the fuck come on like, uh cormac mccarthy who look come on this is great because he says that um, line like we're all gonna die out here i was like oh yeah shit. at that point he knew like it's probably a rap like i've never had to fight something that's invisible before and it seems to have lasers so when it's my time i'm just gonna go out on my on my terms uh, yeah. which he did off camera and he um, got marked the fuck out and screamed like a child ah! it's like come he, on he, can we he, he told you he was scared uh so um rambo first blood 2 which is a stupid title um and uh aliens 1986 uh were cited as influences behind this film um the film's iconic score was uh, used in numerous movie trailers including ghost in the machine in 1993 and blind vision in 1992 um the song that blaine plays in a stereo is long toss alley by um little richard and it's almost a minute longer than the um the 210 version that came out the original version that came out so they edited a longer version of the song to play for the whole helicopter ride and, that's, and that song came out in 1956 uh so you know theoretically 31 years or so before this movie so it's just kind of echoing a scent like yeah y'all all were vets they were all vets let's see um got a few more pieces here uh so here's the body count that's that's the thing we wanted to know uh so <laughs> <laughs> This is great. The body count is 69 humans, and in quotes, most of them killed by Dutch Schaefer. <laughs> one scorpion, one boar, one predator. <laughs> so Arnold Schwarzenegger is like, I'm racking up this entire body count. Again, he has a knife. He, he, 
he dropped the leg like Hogan. He had to come in and you got you got to look strong, you know. Yes. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. So uh, before Blaine gets killed by the Predator with the plasma caster, that's what that weapon is called. Uh, blood appears on his neck and his shoulder, and it was revealed in the commentary that uh, the Predator initially tried to kill him with his spear gun, only grazing him in the shoulder, resulting in the Predator using the plasma caster. Because he did get hit oh. initially, it was like, yeah, because he ain't got time to bleed. You know, and he just he no sold he no sold the fucking predator initially. The body. Uh, Let's see, let's see. Um, The animal that startled Blaine uh, just before he's killed by the predator is a Mexican tree porcupine. What the fuck was doing out there? Right. And now this this is interesting, the Billy thing. So rumors persist that Billy's death was originally filmed, but cut from the movie because it was too violent. This is completely false. Uh, Billy's demise is always intended to occur off screen with his scream being the only indication of what happened to him. The sequence is similar to uh, Willie King's death in Predator 2. Um, King Willie, sorry. King Willie's death in Predator 2, where uh, viewers can see the build up to the fight in the aftermath, but never see the fight on screen or the death on screen. Oh, I guess that's kind of cool sure i'm not here know. for it i'm not fucking with it i'm, I'm not yeah, gonna, it's not here for it I'm not dick riding it <laughs> it's nice uh the pred- uh, the does not kill anyone who's unarmed as it's Arnold literally set to us on screen by the way and yeah um the this is the last piece i'll, I'll throw out there which kind of confirms it um so the dummy of sunny landham was used for that graphic sequence when the predator rips out billy's skull and spine he just like just got just got rid of it. That is in terms of like beating someone, right? That's Mortal Kombat level shit, right? Yeah, it's a fatality for sure. All right. So now we got some of that trivia out of the way. Was there anything like new for you in there? Is there anything like most of you you knew most of this? What, most what of it I knew. I didn't know the bit about the Native American thing. Like that was a, like an earlier version. I also didn't know the bit about that the early draft was just a character versus the predator. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I don't think they've ever, they've never done that in any of the sequels. And I mean, it's probably some like tie in comic or whatever the fuck or video game or something, but like <laughs> in movie form, I don't know that that would be that that would work like for the predator franchise. Like if you had like a different thing mm-hmm. and it was just a movie about a guy hunting, like, cause it sounds like enemy mind with like Randy Quaid. Yeah. And like that, that's a very different vibe. You know? <laughs> um, versus, but you, I think, like I said, it's, it's a meat movie, you know, it's gotta be a bunch of just big dudes <laughs> getting eviscerated by something even bigger than them out there. Just fucking y'all up, but can't be too big. Cause then it's just the predators. The predator doesn't quite work. Super predator, super shredder. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that was weird. That, that was, was dog shit. Again, what the fuck, Shane? The worst thing you've ever made. Ever. Uh, so I want to throw out. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go with observations and um and see and questions, and then uh, we'll go with the uh, best scenes after that. Mm-hmm. So observations and questions. Uh, so <laughs> one of them already said is pain. Is old painless a dick? Uh, I think we have an answer for that. Um. What is the power ranking? This is something I want from you. What is the power ranking of Dutch's crew? And uh, with that, Dylan is in play in this kind of scenario. Who's who's your number one seed? Who's bottoming everything out in uh, Dutch's crew? Okay, Hawkins tier at like just the bottom of it. He's like obviously the worst. Also, why he dies first? Clearly, um, I would put Poncho just above him. Mm-hmm. Um, I realize as I'm doing it, I'm just laying out almost almost perfect death order. Sure. Um, but um, Poncho, and then I would say, I feel like I would put um, I would put Dylan right above Poncho because he feels like he should be neck and neck with with Dutch, mm-hmm. but he's gotten soft because he's an office boy. <laughs> he's been he's been co opted by the CIA and, and all the spooks out there, so he's kind of like bitch made now. I meant spooks like <laughs> like 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 spies and stuff, not like the, That's great. the other way. Um, and so so Dylan because he's like kind of fallen from grace and <laughs> his like redemption arc comes too late in the movie. You know what I mean? So Dylan, mm-hmm. fuck him. Then uh, then I would say Blaine, just because uh, I mean like I feel like a lot of the work is the minigun, right? Yes. I mean like I don't know, you know, we got to be honest about that. Um, and then above Blaine, I would say billy because i think billy like rules and i think it sucks that he went out the way he did um and then uh i feel like dutch has got to be number one i don't really know how to place bill duke's character though um because like he's very badass and very cool 
mm-hmm. but also like he lost his cool so cravenly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I get why, you know. So, you no, know, yeah, he's like he's my strong number two. If it wasn't for for heartbreak and tragedy, he probably would have. There's maybe an alternate take where where Bill Duke outlives Arnold in this movie. I and we, I, and, and we would have way more dialogue in the final act because Bill Duke would have kept talking to the predator from afar. <laughs> <laughs> the whole fucking way the whole time i i i feel like yes i feel like that's a that's a great ranking and i also think that in in the case for for bill duke he is arnold's most trusted guy whenever yeah, they have a real like uh goku piccolo vibe yeah he's um, oh my god that's a real uh visually Kal-El that's ridiculous Jones kind of vibe <laughs> if you catch my drift i'm just naming green men who are black men Jesus Christ. I will say that um, I, I watched a little bit of the um, of Alien the other day and seeing that, you know, there are some kind of connections with that franchise and this franchise, obviously, and even in the making of this this movie. I was like, yeah, Bill Duke is just like bald Yafikoto, right? I was like, they're yeah. both like six, four kind of New York. I was like, oh, well, that, I think too, part of it, too, was like Yafikoto could not be in Predator because Yafikoto, even though he's like big and stuff and he's like imposing, mm-hmm. he's like a like a real actor, quote unquote. Not oh, that Bill Duke's not a real actor, yeah. but like Bill Duke just looks like he's gonna like fucking big boot somebody like Kevin Nash at any given moment. <laughs> so like you need guys like that for this sort of movie. You know what I mean? Like you think imagine Ridley Scott's original Alien if everybody was like the meat version. <laughs> you know, instead of the like John Hurt couldn't be in that. It would have no. to be like some yoked motherfucker just like Sylvester <laughs> Stallone having an alien coming out of his titties or something you know it'd be a different movie um and if some, some smart person alien. <laughs> yeah some smart person was like yeah aliens tighten all but nobody here can lift you know and we, need, <laughs> we need nothing but men who no natties guy yeah we could just pick up heavy shit <laughs> and just go go ahead what a predator I'm moving the space station with my hands <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so upon rewatching it, um, rewatching the movie, I want to just quick it aside. What is something that you don't remember in, in that you're seeing now, or something that you didn't remember well? You're like, no, that happened, but I just didn't really remember it. What's something that like kind of feels new about this movie? Oh, so th- th- that's funny. Mine is that I don't remember in the movie that they have the whole raid on those guys before the Predator shows up. Mm-hmm. So when that whole sequence happened, I didn't remember any of that. I don't know how, because I've seen Predator multiple times, okay. but I, I, I forgot that they, again, uh, killed like 90 people before the, the thrust of the movie. So when all that stuff happened, I was like, I, I guess in my head, I don't even remember where the girl came from. You know what I mean? Like, I just had like this blind spot. Uh, memory wise yeah so that whole bit was brand new for me and again hilariously just like wrong and and badly executed in the sense of you firmly established that these guys are like honorable good joes who like aren't aren't down with doing the government's dirty work anymore they've already seen those bad things and witnessed them they're only here to help people remember that time in syria (laughs) and then just immediately just like murder 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 yeah i mean they, they they went from polo shirts to like tactical murder gear in a span of five minutes. And again, it was like, I I think the other part, part, I think the main part of that bit of the movie is just that they didn't do a good enough job establishing that the guys they were killing were like sufficiently bad guys. Yes. Like we saw one guy shoot a guy in the head, but like out of context, I mean, we don't know what that guy said or did right before that happened, right? He said, puto, and he got shot in the face. He could have had bad vibes, you know, we don't know. Yeah, Um, So the fact that, like, I don't know who these people are, dog. Like, they're just, like, doing it looks, what looks like their job. Yeah. Um, And then, I mean, I guess part of that is is is, is to sell the betrayal yeah. that Dil- the Dutch feels that, like, his, his boy would, like, use him in this way. But it, it wasn't enough for me because, I, again, I still felt like, yeah, dude, you were we're a little too gleeful with some of these kills, man. It just, it just feels like '80s. Here's like some thirteen-year-old Call of Duty player. You're just in, yeah. in there, just, just jacked and yoked, and not appropriate. <laughs> just, just murking fuckers off. Um, I'll say for me, uh, it was the spaceship. I don't remember spaceship at the beginning when uh, it drops. It drops the predator. Oh off. yeah, yeah. I don't remember that at all either. I was like, what the fuck? Because I thought like I thought this dude was just in the jungle. I was like, oh yeah, jungle shit's crazy, right? Guatemala, stay out of it. um now this this is a question because i and because i want to get your ranking too on this um so what is could this have been like could 
Predator as like a concept, as a, as a, as a brand be turned into like a series, like maybe a six part, like well done, like six episodes sort of deal to really extend and expand on things like no okay well okay well two things thing one yes you could some fucking streamer could do predator origins or whatever the hell Jesus Christ. Have a whole fucking show about how a specific class of the predator aliens like like to go on these excursions it'll show a little predator and an older predator and he's talking about when you're old enough you're gonna get to go to a planet and fight that planet's <laughs> movie stars you know like yeah you could have that show i guess and it probably wouldn't be six episodes. It'd be like eight or ten. And oh I'm my god! Fucking no. blow my brains out the whole time. Yeah. Um, and then at the very end, it would be a, a predator landing on a planet, and then like that's Fuck. where it would end. And they would just show like one giant star for a cameo for a season two that never happens. Um, so, <laughs> so let's just not do that. Um, but I do think it would be cool if you were willing to do a like an anthology type thing where every episode was a miniature predator movie yes because you could do more interesting things uh using the predator like we saw a lot of tweets going around when prey came out of people being like doing mad libs for the next predator like oh a predator of feudal japan predator in like world war ii or whatever I'm all for feudal japan and and like obviously they're all really cool ideas but like n not not very many of them are sustainable for like a good whole movie no and it's not it's not like we're gonna get a predator every year for the next like 10 years like the saw franchise or something so like if you wanted to explore more of those cool different locales, you could do a show where every episode is like 50 minutes or something on a streamer mm -hmm. and everyone is a different director getting to do his take on Predator. Because yeah. then you could do the one guy versus a Predator in the Jungle thing for like for a, a, just just 45 minutes, you know, like that's yeah. that's 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 a, that's a vibe. Um, but no, if I if my brother, if I if I open up Variety or deadline.com <laughs> and i see uh hulu purchases you know purchases oh, rights to no. new predator series from some ex caprica writer or something like Stop. i'm just i'm not gonna watch it i'm done i yeah i i kind of agree with that i i like that setup i want to see them explore an urban locale a little bit you know a bit more like in the, the second movie which kind of brings me to my next question and i'm gonna you know put your mind at ease i think a little bit here what is your movie ranking with Prey included, but AVP is not a part of this ranking? Oh, thank you, God. Where I don't want to think about that movie. What are your top three movies? The, everything after that, we don't really care about. What are your top three? I mean, when I first watched Prey, I would have put Prey in my top three. I would have made it Predator 2, Predator Prey. Mm -hmm. um i know that the predator is definitely fucking bottom because it's awful dog shit and uh, i don't remember predators very well at all i haven't rewatched it um i liked prey quite a bit as i like watched it but then like the further i am from it and the more i've heard people lose their minds for it the more i'm like man it was cool but come on like the more i kind of feel like i i i i started out being very much like this is a really good movie and i do wish we had uh, a financial climate where it could have been released in theaters sure um but then the rest of the time i was like man maybe this is supposed to be on fucking hulu and y'all gotta chill <laughs> so that's, like, that's, that, really that's what i that's what i feel sometimes too and i i was of a, a similar class like me and my brother have really different movie tastes sometimes but that was something mm -hmm. that we could agree on because we both loved the original predator so in diving into it i i think like i liked um Predators a lot, actually. I was the last uh, Predator movie that I saw in theaters, I believe. Mm -hmm. And I was on the like, I was like, why is Adrian Brody lifting weights? I was like, the fuck is this? But then you have Mahershala Ali in it as like an aside. I was like, oh, oh. And they kind of try to do certain things like, um, I think Alice Braga is kind of in that role that Anna is in, in the original one, but she actually got the Blickingtons. And um, Lawrence Fishburne is in it as a weird cameo, crazy black guy on the planet. And they go to the predator planet. I mean, when you change like a planet, I'm all here for it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I, like, I don't remember the movie very well. And I probably really should rewatch re it because I love Robert Rodriguez. And I love that Robert Rodriguez was like, why has no one done the Cameron thing on this? You mm -hmm. know, like, why has no one just done the add the S at the dollar sign to predator? Like, that's that's money. No matter what franchise it is, dude, you add the S in the dollar sign. The like camera do with aliens. You got it. You got a winner. Um, even if it's a loser, it's a winner. But but like watching this one over again, watching OG Predator, uh, deep, you know, like Predator, Predator. Yeah. Um, I was like, no, I think maybe maybe everyone is wrong. Maybe this is not a franchise. It's just about Predator going to different locales and time periods and fighting humans. It, I, I just think it's me. 
it's meat, okay? <laughs> and like you just have to like if they remade Prey and that girl was just like yoked, like if, was, if that was like Rhea Ripley somehow or something, like Chris Cyborg. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, maybe not. Yeah, uh, I mean, like you know, like I don't, I don't know that. Has she ever done movies before? I don't know, but I'm just thinking that that's the most ripped person I can think of at this moment. What I'm actually thinking about now is that I really hope there's a movie out there that someone would have gotten Gina Carano for, which wasn't a piece of shit, and oh, then Chris Cyborg got it because that would be fucking tight. That would be amazing. We're doing a we're doing a sequel to Haywire. <laughs> yeah, right. Soderbergh's like, I'm sorry, guys, I, will, I won't hire more weird people. I'm redoing this one. Everyone comes back except except her. Even the people that died. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I think the ranking for me is in that top three. I think it goes Predator Two, Predator, and Prey. Prey, Prey was good, um, but I, I think you're right. Where no, this was a very well done movie that was a straight to stream movie, and I'm fine with that, and I enjoyed it as well. Yeah, I think something that I thought was really surprised me about the Prey thing was I saw a lot of people talking about like, oh, did you watch the version that's like that's partially English? You gotta watch the Comanche version; it's better. And I'm like what they're not <laughs> demonstrably different like you know what i mean like they're not i get the idea of sort of like it's it's, it's that mentality of people being like some things that are foreign are just ostensibly better yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like oh this is a foreign language movie it's better than american movies like yo they make shitty movies in other countries dude uh yes. you ever been to france those motherfuckers are, have fallen off uh <laughs> since like the 40s like 50s i guess really probably the 60s last time a lot of bad movies from that country um, so to me, I was like, for, for one, I had a screener where I didn't know that I had the option to, to, for that. I didn't find that out until I started watching the movie. Um, but I was like, I can't imagine this is going to be fucking different just because I had to read the subtitles more. But there's, there's a thing that happens to people when they're reading subtitles to, to like mediocre writing is you can't mm. tell it's bad. Got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, 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 it's like, it's why a lot of anime fans are really big into being like, don't watch the dub. It's bad. It's like, oh, you mean the voice acting draws to attention how terrible some of the dialogue is? Is that what you mean? Oof. Um, there's just shit that people be saying and stuff, you know, in other languages that it's like, yeah, if you're reading it, if something is bad, but it's another language and you're reading it, you read at your own pace. You kind of add your own inflection to certain yeah. things because you don't understand what they're saying and you make it better. Um, and I just, I'm sorry, I've seen some shitty movies that have subtitles. That, that was happens. kind of, that was kind of the energy when, uh, my girl and I, I forced her, I did force her. I asked her and she politely agreed to indulge me in watching the sadness and, uh, you know, I told her, I was like, it's a little strong for my taste. I, I let her know that going into it. She was like, I'm into horror movies. It's going to be fine. And she watches it. She's like, hold on. Because it's obviously it's not dubbed. It's, you know, it's subtitled. And he said that the, the lead villain face says something about, I'm going to fuck your eye hole. And I was like, look. This is a, oh, it's a bit much. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is a bit much. So we were going to the um, the Beyond Video because that's you know where I get my my stuff from. Shout out to them. Um, and we were looking for another movie, and I told the guy, I was like, yeah, we just watched The Sadness, and he was like, yeah, that's rough, rough take. And he was like, have you guys seen Tatane? I was like, I've seen it. And she, and um, she was like, on a scale of the original Maniac, he was like, it's as rough. And I was like, told you, you're not going to want to watch that because she does not fuck with that movie. That's fair. You gotta have you know, you gotta have limits. I mean, and we were on this Gallo arc. We were just watching old Italian murder movies. It's like this is great. It was like, oh, See, I only I only <laughs> like the, the ones where like they they're essentially like really bad whodunits, and everyone is like dressed cool, and they got really cool pretty production design. Yeah, and some act like Goblin is just in the background, fucking going hard for like a different movie. <laughs> the scores where it's like y'all must have seen something that's not this because this is hot. This is fire, and then like. I don't know what the hell's happening. We, I, we love, we I guess love they got the, the black gloves. We <laughs> love Deep Red. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> so um, real quick, I want to knock these last ones out. Um, Bill Duke is great. Um, his character, I felt like, had like the, the kind of most development in it. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, skinning people. Is there a more fucked up way to just like kind of just get someone out of there? It's like, yeah, you're done, son. Yeah, also weird, too, because I remember like other things. It's like, oh, they grab the skulls and like the spinal stuff. Yeah. Like, what are you doing with all the skin, dude? You cooking it or like you making like making pelts <laughs> for what though you got like a spaceship you know what i'm saying like why do you need this man's skin maybe he eats it maybe because he's never seen him eat no uh let's see <laughs> so when dylan gets killed because he also kind of gets jobbed out we don't see him get impaled we see him get lifted up he's not impaled but in the credits and well in the uh in, in some of the oral history it says oh no he got he got shanked up he got impaled i was like i didn't see that i didn't see that spike go yeah, through i don't him. think you see it but i mean you did see a laser blast his arm off already which was hilarious 
Because I love, I love that the force <laughs> the hand, <laughs> arm hits when it hits the ground, and that also because again, the meat. You, it just looks, <laughs> there's just this grizzle, and you're like, this is what this movie is about. John McTiernan is a he's he he was an underrated meat guy. Uh, let's see. Um, so yeah, Dutch was a Boy Scout, and how often have you seen Arnold Schwarzenegger hold a bow? Because <laughs> he uses that bow with the grenades on there at one point. Uh, which setting? would you want to see and i think it's because it's called a yachja that's what the predators called a yachja which setting would you want to see him and i think this kind of ties into like uh kind of the, the locale thing or what have you is there a particular setting you would want to see him in like old west predator old west, west predator could be cool west world predator <laughs> oh god i mean like i know it sounds crazy but i feel like predator 2 is like perfect to me because like I like if if someone asked me to make a Predator movie, I would probably just write Predator Two and then be like, "Oh shit, they already did that, huh?" Like you didn't like because I, I, I'm like, "Oh yeah, it'd be so cool to see like a detective and he's finding these bodies, and he's trying to figure it out." Like that's just to me would be like the cool Predator. And it's, oh, I realized yeah. it's because if I were to fight a Predator, I would want to be a, 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 a like a detective doing it. I don't know why. It just seems like the most reasonable method where I would run into a Predator. Otherwise, they would not see me as worthy. Um, but I think so. You're gonna be Danny Glover in this scenario. I would be Danny Glover, and, yes. and I get to be uh, Ruben Blades. I just get burked off. Oh man, I hope not. I mean, I mean, I mean, I would be here for it. This is like, ah, she gotta go. Can't do it. Gotta go. <laughs> like, I guess, I, I guess, I wish my, my ideal predator would be Predator Two, but it's not secretly the future for some reason. Oh my god, it's like 1997. Like if it was, yeah, if it was just like if it was just just now, not like oh, it's a, a near future that's a little. A little bit different. Looks kind of like Total Recall, but not really. Like, nah, man. Like, just now or never. Like, I'm not fucking. I'm not fucking around. Black men sweating in these movies is a lot because Bill Duke was sweating so much, and Danny Glover was sweating so much. It's an iconic franchise for black sweat. Jesus Christ. Like, Q Prince. Like, <laughs> you can just take that Prince song and just replace the video with just moments from every Predator movie. Herschel and Predators, Sterling K. Brown and uh, Predator. Yeah, there's, there's, oh, there's no black people in Prey. No. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Mm, no, I don't think oh, that. I, don't, I don't know why I was about to just invent, like, just the guy from, like, Captain Phillips <laughs> in the background for a second or something. Jesus. Um, I will say the funniest thing in Predators, uh, no, sorry, in The Predator is the thing that Sterling K. Brown says. What's, what's the line? Because he, he says, everybody's funny in it. He's like, fuck that nigga up when one of the guys dies with the Predator kills him. <laughs> I was like, yo. <laughs> My girl mentions that all the time. She was like, it's the this most movie... fun he's ever had on set. <laughs> yes. I was like, this movie is dog shit and it turns into like autism as a superpower or something. I don't know, but it's not great. There's some, there's some things. The movie draws some conclusions that we're not ready to unpack as a society. Yes. So I want, I want to hit you with um, one fix and kind of what works and what doesn't work. And then we'll get into our favorite lines and wrap it up. Um, so here's my one fix. I, well, I have one of two fixes. Uh, I would remove the predator laugh that it, it, it throws me off. It's not good. It, it doesn't, it doesn't work for me. I feel like if I could, if I, I, I could be wrong, but I feel like predator two does a better job of the whole like thing where it like takes voices and throws them and stuff like that yeah. here. I thought it was kind of odd. And yeah, the laugh bit is a little bit weird because I feel like they're, they're trying to draw a line almost to be kind of like, like when you know when Dutch looks at him, he's like, "What are you?" And it's like, "What are you?" Kind of, and it's in the sense of like, "Oh, he's he's a predator too, or whatever." And I'm like, "No, I don't really care about that. Dude. I don't <laughs> just to me. I don't give a sh- I don't give a shit about that, dude. And and neither does fucking anybody else here. <laughs> Stop lying to yourself. Um, I, I I think because they happen kind of back to back, I need either a more definitive death of Dylan or Billy. If you're gonna have Billy off screen, I'm fine with him. But I need Dylan dying. Like, oh, that's fair. Yeah. I need him like legitimately because, like you said, his his redemption arc was too late. I need dude getting like shanked the fuck up. He needs to yeah. go out. Maybe the other arm needed to come off too. <laughs> the arm and the leg. <laughs> my, my notes just maybe both arms. The audiences think that we need another arm. So here's what works and what doesn't work. Uh, I think what works is the runtime. It, it's 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 tight. I think it's tight. It's not really any, even when they try to do something that feels slow, it's like somebody's about to get murdered. So we're moving on. We're not waiting here too long. I think the story, it, it's simple. It cuts to it. Like you said, it's, it's no vegetables. It's just meat and potatoes. Um, the action works for me. It's just niggas get shot in the woods 
it, it's it's wild um and it's a good start off for what would inevitably will be a a franchise that's been with us for the better part of 40 years um and it's for the for something that is the beginning of it to still be in the top but not necessarily the top because i still think predator 2 is a better movie than, than the first predator um it, it's still up there it's not like this has been relegated and kind of like eh, i've watched it recently and it's still good you know what i mean and you can't say that about every first iteration or introduction of a character or or, mo- or a movie like this that's true because sometimes you have franchises where like the first one is like they don't they don't really know what they've got on their hands until later mm-hmm. but i think this one is it's pretty fucking close you know like it's um, I mean, you could, maybe you could also argue that we've yet to see the actual perfect predator movie, right? Like, um, but also, I don't think we're going to get that fucking many more of these, no. honestly. Um, no. So, <laughs> this is this is good enough for me. Um, what doesn't work is two things. Um, one happens very early on. It's the f bomb from Jesse Ventura. That, that is, yeah. it's just like I'm I'm, I'm all things, set. It's, it's a move from the eighties. It happens. Yeah, like, and, unfortunately. And I mean, and for for his character who. Obviously, the thing that he's describing, he looks of that ilk. He looks like shipwreck. He just has a mustache and he's wearing like I'm an fucking, MTV do rag. I'm saying it, man. I'm like, this is, might be a headcanon now. <laughs> and uh, lastly, uh, Shane Black, I just can't fuck with him. I'm all set. And if him in this movie, it's, uh, I mean, even the, and they have Keegan Michael Key do his role later yeah. of just the bad jokes that just don't quite work. I will say his interaction with Billy Soul when Billy Soul laughs at him. I was like, okay, that was unexpected. That's actually kind of funny. I think that the problem with Shane in this and then also with Key and the other one is that uh, they're like lacking, but they're not awful. What yeah. we really need is like uh, like a Michael Rappaport in the 90s would have been great for that role because you'd be just, I can't wait for this motherfucker to get killed by a predator. Yes. And then it would have been cool. You know what I mean? But Hawkins is just kind of around. I didn't, I didn't want to see him die, but I didn't care if he lived. You got to have that part's got to be a guy where I'm like, yo, I cannot fucking wait yeah. to see this man eat it. Like he needs to be like, yeah, like, come here, Anna. I want to touch your titty or something. Oh, you yeah. got to go. But you can't wear like, but you can't like wear glasses. I think whenever you wear glasses, this is, as a person wearing glasses, whenever you see someone wearing like the nerdy glasses, I was like, I want to see him get blicked oh, off. I hope he's okay. Literally, you want to kill a man. You wouldn't kill a man with glasses. Wear glasses. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so here's the favorite lines, favorite scenes, because I think that those, as we said before, those are just interchangeable. Um, and, and throw yours in as, as we go. Um, let's see. <laughs> You're one ugly motherfucker. That's it's 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 been around for the entire time you're one ugly motherfucker i was waiting for it to be in comanche it works because he's just so uh he is really fucking ugly you know what you need to do you know it didn't work and i'm gonna bring avp in this it didn't work in alien versus predator when sonata lathan tried to clean it up and i was like god damn it it was akin to and uh, uh, what's what's the movie? Um, Live free or die hard. Instead of yippee kaye, motherfucker, it's just yippee kaye, and then he shoots himself. Oh uh, yeah, I was not, like, not good. D- I was like, just don't do it. I don't need it. Um, I don't, I don't need it halfway. You know. Yeah, just give me the full load or whatever. Uh, let's see. If it bleeds, we can kill it. That's also fucking great. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Uh, <laughs> stick around. It's just if just, I'm here for it. Stick around. I ain't got time to bleed. You're hit. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. Oh. Okay. Mwah, just. Mwah. It's such a good line because of the way he delivers it. Yes. It's it's some stank on it. Everyone else's one-liners are like, they just say it like because it's just true to their characters. Arnold's are the only ones where you're like, did you fucking workshop these? <laughs> Do you have like a writer's or a writing room out here? It's a juggle right to stab him. Yeah, <laughs> they're in the tree. <laughs> Arnold, say this. <laughs> uh, lastly, I think um, this is one that's uh, that's underrated because because um, he he's so it's certain ticks that he adds to his character that works really well. When Bill Duke says, "I'll bleed you real quiet," like I don't care who you are back in the world, you give up position one more time, I'll bleed you real quiet. Leave you here. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> right here, real quiet. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" This is, that's a line we used to say a lot in my family to people when you're like, "We're mock angry at them." I'm like, "Right here, leaves real quiet." Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just, it's just, it's just great. It's just ten on ten. Did you have any favorite scenes? Or did I did not cover them all. 
I think we covered them all. Yeah, like it's everyone. That, that, that's beautiful. Oh my god! So I think I think we did it. I think we made it happen. I think I'm all tapped out. Um, any final thoughts on Predator as we wrap up here? Yeah, I'm telling you guys. Uh, maybe it's the, the way to fix the franchise is remake this with as many large men as possible. <laughs> it's all wrestling. The Rock, <laughs> Cena, Batista, um, Hemsworth. Uh, like now because he's kind of yoked. Not while well, he's in Hulk Hogan mode, and maybe get like one other like really big fucking dude and then just <laughs> you can set it wherever the hell you want costa rica i don't terry care Cruz. and then just yeah terry uh only if he dies first uh <laughs> only if he dies first that's great that's strong that's strong it's like you gotta die though like you're getting <laughs> black predator. cold open I, I want that i want a black predator actually just all brothers um so there you have it. Um, I want to again thank um, Notorious Dom Griffin for coming on and chopping it up, spinning a yarn with your boy. Always and fun. Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, and thanks again. We'll, we'll be doing another one really soon. So for those uh, listening, um, watch Predator. It's it's fun. It's definitely worth that rewatch. Um, uh, if you haven't seen it, you should have not listened to this entire podcast. Uh, for real. <laughs> but uh, yeah, keep watching those movies. This has been uh, Let's Watch It Again. Peace out, folks. Hello, baby.